up with a baby mum. Weren't even that long before my headline show. Everyone gassed and excited for it. I was backstage thinking my head might go. Man telling me I'm on next, I know. Just got a text that my son's in hospital. He's okay, but I still want to go. Thought about cancelling, I was this close, so intense. Thought on my right, wasn't even going to tell no one that I'd left. Crowd suspense, no P money, just DJ intense. Would have been meant, snapped out of it when I heard, good luck, bro. Fuck, I just got to get it done and go. Crowd in the clock, man, walk on slow. Fam, I was well late for man's intro. I stopped like, whoa. Because I flopped the first song, second and the third as well. Didn't want to say that it's over a girl when I started. Hello and welcome to David Alfie Board episode 8. How you doing? Is it actually episode 8? No, it is episode 8 now. Because he wasn't sure. I hadn't even it. introduced you at this point. Oh, hi. I'm well, pe- well, people didn't make me be like, oh, thank God, a solo episode. You got rid of that mug. Oh, uh, you know. So tough now, shit. You well, <laughs> I'm a big man, but I'm not 30. <laughs> yeah, That's what? right. Well, I'm not. No, I'm 29. You're not 29. Yeah, I just turned 29 on Friday. Did you? Yeah, that's why I said I can say I'm a big man, but I'm not 30. Oh, but you're not a big man, are you? I'm a big. Well, <laughs> to be honest, you are one of the biggest people I've ever met in my life, and it's very hard to to pretend that I'm even somewhat, you know, a little bit like, because I'm stocky. You know, I'm not like yeah, small. Yeah. It's like you know when the last time when we was hitting the pads and you said to me, boy, that's the best right hand I've ever you live in, in You live in those little moments Well, because the past, it's funny you? because you say this every time. When the mic's on, you won't admit it. But when the mic's off, you said to me, okay, like, look, you I'll, asked for my autograph okay, because of my right hand. Live on microphone, David Alfie Ward has a punch That's right. that is okay for a shit count. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, how how have you been anyway? To be fair, I've been. It's been quite tough this week. What's 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 that? We had a tough week. So I'm asthmatic, and for those that don't know what asthma is, where you've been, obviously, but it's like suffocating. There's nothing worse if you've done ten rounds on a punch bag, yeah, and you feel a bit sway and you feel a bit out of breath. You feel like, oh yeah, I fucking worked for that. You know, you're quite happy to have that bit of exhaustion. I'm sitting on a TV. I'm sitting on the sofa watching TV and I can't breathe. That's how bad it was. So it kind of it sucked a bit just doing nothing and still struggling. Do you to not breathe. have an inhaler? I do. But unfortunately, I think because I've done my kitchen, I think the dust and, and that kind of um, in, inflamed my chest a little bit. So I was taking my inhaler a bit more. I did boxing on Friday. Oh, yeah. You know, the thing that you've, you've not so yet you done with me. You know nothing about boxing. So, what do you know about boxing? Well, I know how to box. So, I done boxing it. on Friday with Big Toby. And, um, yeah, I think I just pushed it a bit too much. So, then Saturday was a write-off. Sunday, forget about it. No, Saturday was a write-off for me as well because I went out with my birthday. Absolutely shit-faced. Did you? Well, as shit-faced as you can before, before they start. 10, before before 10. 10 o'clock. <laughs> it was at 9, 9.20 they called last orders. I weren't having it. They wouldn't, they, they wouldn't let me. Uh, they wouldn't let me order three pints. 9.20? Yeah. That's mad. But I saw on on, a, on something on Instagram where it's like all the all the curf- curfew did was create a new rush hour. Well, that's right. Did you see all that um like um Leicester Square and and like um Oxford Circus and it? People just in the street in partying. The street partying right. But I was in Holt in North Norfolk. You can't just wow. you can't spill onto the street and and, and because. In Norfolk on Friday was the most horrendous weather ever. It was like it was like a hurricane. It was, it like was a storm. Yeah, it was yeah. awful, right? And I made this joke because there was this police car parked just just down the road from the pub, so you could see the blue flashing lights. And I was like, "Yes, it's like London. Finally, somebody's been stabbed, right?" <laughs> because I thought that was funny. Yeah. And everyone's just looking at me like, "How dare you wish stabbing upon somebody?" I'm like, "Listen, I know a lot of people that deserve to be stabbed. Do you know what I mean?" Yeah, but you yeah you don't want anyone to be stabbed. Yeah, I yeah, don't there know, are some people that, There's, there's yeah. this geezer called Sol Campbell. <laughs> I get him juked up any day of the week. I, I'll get him. I'll get man juked up. <laughs> you better be careful, mate. You know, fucking say stuff on. <laughs> well, well, listen to the 156 people that listen to this. If you grasp me up, I'll know which one it is, and I'll come for you and I'll juke you up as well. Juking their man up. <laughs> Just like, like back in the day in school. Did you like where I grew up in school? You get juked up with the compass. Yeah, uh, in, the, in the corridor, you get like little stabs in the leg. Yeah, all the time. I told Danielle that story, and she was like, "What kind of savages are you?" Yeah, they they don't know. Understand when you tell story of school up here, they don't understand nah. it. like I was telling you when I was at your barbecue, we used to have um, the our, our changing room in one of the in our secondary school was like there was no lights, no natural light. It was in the middle of the building, 
So we would go in to get changed after PE or before PE, and if somebody turned the light off, it would be pitch, like pitch black. And that meant that every man was throwing yeah, arms, yeah. just them, them big old haymakers swinging. Some people were like swinging their bags, you know, with all the books in it. Yeah. And then like sometimes the light would come on and, and, and the pussy old geeky kids would be under the benches. You was that guy. No, man. You was that guy. That guy get rushed. <laughs> if, you get, if you get caught down there, you're getting rushed. So, so for everyone that knows me, like where I grew up and said your school, so... The, one of the biggest things we had in Central School in the playground in the very back was like this hill. So it's like flat at the top and it's just like a hill. Just goes to nowhere. There's nothing at the bottom of it or anything like that. But you get to the point where in, at break times, it was like you're literally like king of the hill. You're throwing people down this hill. <laughs> like, And it's not one of those like, you know when you have a development and they have like excess like wastage and they kind of like just yeah. Right down, so it's like really steep. It has, serves no purpose whatsoever, other than it's just like a little pit at the bottom. And everyone playtime, it was like last man standing, king of the hill. Everyone gets thrown king down of the, the hill. hill. I like that. Yeah, man, that was something. Was you big stuff. in school? Like you always been a yeah. big boy, yeah. So I got bullied. I got bullied in primary in primary school, bad. Like and by the little rat kids, and they used to bully me. You know, I didn't really know how to fight now to defend myself or anything like that. So, like, I just got bullied and bullied. My clothes would get ripped up. I'd get picked on all the time. And there was this one kid, John Bangs. Absolute. You know, you know, in every school, there's that one little wanker. Did you juke him up? Yeah. Nah, mate. Like, he, he was just so different level of violent, different level of vile, swearing. I'm like, you can't swear. Fuck you. I was like, okay. <laughs> right? And I remember... He, bullied me so hard and he got kicked out of the school anyway kicked out of primary school didn't see him obviously after that it wasn't like he lived like on the on the estate i was on and fast forward now to year seven year eight sorry year eight so i've, I've already got into secondary school i'm already kind of established i'm quite happy you know i'm a big kid i'm not getting too much troubles anyway year eight comes who walks up in the playground john banks but this time i'm big as fuck compared to him so I see him and I'm like, and I was, was a bit violent at this point. I was like, you motherfucker. And I banged him up, smashed him up completely. Absolutely beat the crap out of him. Was so happy about it. I beat up the bully that beat me up. We, know, don't, so we, don't con, uh, we don't do not um, condone violence. But, but if someone fucks with you, fuck with them. Fuck them up. And then if it's all Campbell, you him up. But that's, so, <laughs> that's it. But that's, that's about it. So yeah. So then when I realized that happened, I was like, oh, I felt so empowered. And then we get the, did you ever have rankings in your school? Like what in the classroom See, this is, this or is like right, on this, the street? When you answer this question, this will determine what kind of like, like boy you was in it, school. It depends what you meant. Like rankings in terms of how smart you were. Like you'd go into certain. Sets. Yeah, you're that kid. That the fact that or, you saw that first. Well, because we didn't have rankings because we liked each other in my school. Shut up, man! I swear we used to have black and white. Who was who was the strongest boy in your school? Oh man, I reckon it was this this boy Sean. Can't remember his surname, but he was he was very strong. Shane, my boy Shane, big up Shane. If Why you're is Shane so strong? Shane was a Shane, big man. Shane was Shane's a strong kid huge. in my school as well. He's like. a sparring, and uh, he was a big man. He locked my jaw once, and uh, he, he locked it or broke it. No, I ain't, no, I never broke my jaw. <laughs> um, but he was a big man. He caught me well, uh, and um, he was yeah. We used to have black v white, and then we would share the mixed race kids. So we'd be like, nah, nah. <laughs> we'd be like, nah, nah. You had Oliver last week. I swear that's our turn to have Oliver. <laughs> And everyone's like, yeah, it seems fair. They're half yeah. black, they're half white. You share them. <laughs> but like, so for me, rankings in schools, like you, you'd, you'd go around school and you'd, you know, you'd fight. Like I grew up in a school where I, I fought every single day, you know, like whether it was being rushed by the older years or, you know, having a little scrap with someone in the, one of the common rooms or the, you know, in the playground. So you get to a point where who's the strongest in the year? Like, oh yeah, this man's the strongest. And like, so I got to a point where I was like top two, top three. And I'm like, there's only like one or two people that can possibly beat me. But we never fought each other. The top three never, ever came into like having a fight. It's like, you just don't fuck with those top three. So through the whole, my whole school upbringing, you know, it's final time. I got suspended maybe three or four times. I got excluded twice. And then I got put on a governor's final warning. I was, a, I was, you know, when you're like, you're losing this, this journey. Yeah. It's not happening for me. I struggle with dyslexia. So my educate like my learning ability was really behind. But when I grew up, dyslexia wasn't this. Oh, we need to protect you and put you in this bubble and support you. I was like, get to the unit. 
I had I got unit. put yeah the unit was like like a library type cubicle like box each side like you're gonna do a driving test or something right uh, so you've got you can't see the person next to you right you're sitting in this little cubicle I was in the unit so much in my school that I had my own desk that one day I went into the unit someone was sitting in my desk I said oh, wait fucking move get out of my fucking desk get out of my we, desk we had, we had isolation in my school before isolation was cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like everyone's doing it now but I was doing it before it was cool because <laughs> yeah. I was getting kicked out of my class yeah. and next to my head a year there used to be this room again no natural light to it and you would be put in that room one yeah. day and it, just, it was tiny just fit one desk yeah and you would have to do your work in there and you would you um I was there all the time I got excluded a couple of times for fighting yeah. and one time um when it was snowing I put rocks in a snowball and I was throwing it at the public as they walked what, past. You're that guy. You're it was that funny, guy. man. Nah, man. That, my Some got, dickhead uh, needed it. Listen, get a snow, if you put a stone in a snowball, you're a cunt. Simple as. Yeah. Like, or you're the one that compresses the snowball for like 10 minutes That's right. till it turns to a block of ice. No, I know. It was just that, that we were throwing it at the, the people walking past. It's funny. Oh, man. No, See. it was funny. We should say at this point, how long are we in, Kent? And we I haven't even said hello. Like ten minutes. Ten minutes. We should say though we are recording in a different location. We are. So it's what is soon to be our studios, our permanent um, residence. Yeah, our permanent residence. But we've not done any work to it yet. We've got we're in our chairs, which are comfy. They are very. Comfy. Um, but we've we've got a lot to do in terms of like making it. So hopefully it sounds okay to you. This is why why yeah. why we hopefully if it does sound a bit echoey or something like that, we're gonna try and fix that with some soundproofing squares and stuff like that. But hopefully this is still listenable to you all, and thank you so much for well, continue the, listening. The plans moving forward for for our podcast that we you know we we produce is that we want to do video. We want to you know come out on different platforms and and try and take it. We enjoy doing this, so regardless of how many people like we get, we, we're going to keep doing it. But it's nice that the ones that we are getting, like for me, it was the first time where I've actually had people come to me and say. I listened to the podcast, mate. It was brilliant. It was funny. Yeah. It was this. It was, and give me some feedback. Whereas, you know, when we first started, I was kind of like, okay, someone does listen to it, but you don't really know. But now people are kind of even saying to me, where is the podcast? When's it coming out? You know, episode seven, our, our recent one, got the uh, the same amount of listeners in three days than it usually does in a fortnight. Wow. So that's really good. Though. Yeah, it's I really going have, all right. Like, yeah. I really like that. It's going all right. Well, I've, I've set I've set myself a goal of ten thousand in a year. Once we rebrand it, a relaunch. Yeah. Ten thousand a year. If I don't hit that, I'm going to juke up Sol Campbell. <laughs> so <laughs> there's also, there's also some questions. Uh, right, uh, Joss wants to know: Would you uh, would you rather one million to never masturbate again, or a hundred pound every time you masturbate for the rest of your life? One million to never masturbate again. So. One million one pound. Mil, Here's one bang. million in your bank. Or a hundred pounds. Every time you wait. Every time you knock one out. Mm. Okay. Some things. One. Yeah. If you take a million, but then can someone else? Yeah. hundred percent. Oh, I'm Get girls down with that, Babe, listen. I'm getting a milli. <laughs> you just got to give me my things every single day. What is it? 10,000 wanks would be a million, right? 10,000 wanks. Yeah. yeah. 10,000 wanks would be a million. I could do that. But then if you think about long term, you would probably do 10,000 in about three months, mate. I can knock out three wanks in a day. Really? Nah. Yeah, shit. I can knock out three wanks in a day. Fuck that, bro. Because I don't come when I wank. I have something called a dry orgasm. What? Yeah, what happens is, is I feel on. the is, sensation. Is, is that an actual thing? No, it's, yeah, yeah. You Google it. Um, so I, I, I feel like, but nothing comes out. I've got nothing to show for it. It isn't as nice. As, every now and then, I would say like one in 10, I get a load and I'm like, that feels a lot more. Like I, you, you, you see your release and you're like, ah, oh, I can now go back to crying and feeling lonely. You know what I mean? Like, like, but before. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's really frustrating. Um, for some reason, I found recently that that I, I get less of a dry wank if I lift my legs in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hang on a second. So yeah. Mate. Some 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 kind of like Yoda cradling, you know. So you're, you're doing trying some to, karma sutra. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just trying yourself. to, you know. Yeah, but, but what which you... is this is yeah because doing that you've got a risk that you're going to shoot a load on your own you're face, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to give myself a facial. Do you know what I mean? Dude, that's that's dangerous. I mean, listen. But, I think if I'm honest, it, to answer that question, I would probably, you know, because it's a business investment. You're looking ten thousand, ten thousand wanks to hit a million. 
or 100, 100 pounds each time you, you, you have a wank over the course of your life? Well, yeah, you, 10,000, will, will you get to 10, basically, will you get to 10,000 wanks before you kind of kill over? Yeah, see, no, I'll probably take the million. I'll probably take the million because one, I don't really have to do that. I don't have to knock one out at all because I am the happy guy that has a, has a wife at home. So I don't, I don't care. Like, we people still enjoy a wank. Whether you're married and you're having sex 10 times a week, you 100%. still enjoy a little kind of, this is me time and this is where, have you ever, you ever, you ever had a wank and thought, and as you've kind of come, and then you've been looking at the porn and you've been disgusted at yourself. Nah. Never? Nah. Man, the older I get, the more like... Yeah, but that's because... Yeah, yeah, I'm so fucked up. Yeah. I am. Like, like, because well, I used to be able to have a memory wank. You said this yeah, last said, week. Yeah, yeah, but I can't do that anymore. And now it's just, it's got to get more Dude, and more I hardcore. Think, I think you need, yeah, I think you need some excitement in your life. Get laid. <laughs> I would, I would, uh, I would take the hundred pound every time. So Ken will take a million, and I would take a hundred pound every time. Nick Sharp says, if you could move your studio to any location in the world, but you'd have to commute there from Norfolk every time, paid by your sponsors, where would you choose? Where we are right now. Yeah, you'd like to be right where we are right now. Well, it's it's nice, man. It's like it's spacious. There's no traffic. There's no like outside noise. We can do whatever we want. Where would you go? Bali. Oh, oh, sorry. Hang on. I didn't understand the question. No, no. You did understand it. You just love Norfolk so much you wouldn't go anywhere in the world. Oh, hang on. You say Bali. So what the hell are you going to do? Just Travel to Bali it. every Wednesday? It's a, it's a long old journey, but it's Fuck nice. It. You get a bing tank. So the beer there, bing tank. Oh, when? you can't get anywhere else in the world because so they can't you, afford to export it. If you could relocate this, this studio, yeah, like, like uh, Bill and Ted. Is it Bill and Ted? Where they do like a... Thinking they can travel anywhere? Who the fuck is Bill and Ted? Shut up, mate. Who the fuck is Bill and Ted? No. Okay, I'm going to have to Google Bill and Ted. You must have seen Bill and Ted with... um, What's the dude that played... Um, Oh, see, if my mate Jason... Jason, like, he needs you to text Bill me... Bill and Ted. What, the, who what is it, a cartoon? Huh? Is it a cartoon? No, Bill and Ted, the, the amazing... Oh, fuck, I need to Google it. I'll Google it, right? But it's like an old film. Where these two guys, it's kind of like the, like, it's two friends who basically time travel. It's got Keanu Reeves and, oh, I don't know the other guy. I ain't seen names. it. Anyway. I'm going to Google I'll go to Bali because I like the Bing Tang. It's my happy place. Whenever I'm touring Southeast Asia and I do lots of shows around, um, between Singapore and Jakarta in Indonesia, I always go to Bali for a few days. Yeah. No show. Just chill on the beach, drink Bing Tang, and uh, it's my happy place. Yeah, but that's you on holiday. No, oh, it's between shows. But you, you can't live there. I can commute there every Wednesday. Paid for by our sponsors. Thank you, your sponsors. Right, just just for reference, and you're probably not. Yeah, so they had a phone box. That was it. They had a phone box. And it was Keanu Reeves and that guy. I don't know who that guy is, to be honest. I, I don't know who that is. Um, uh, listen... You, it looks I, awful. I'm going to watch it. Dude, now, I, I'll watch like it this a, week, and by next episode, we'll talk about Bill and Ted. You have to watch Bill okay. and Ted. Anyway, so, yeah, I would I would probably relocate. I wouldn't relocate the studio much further than where I can get access to it all the time, just because that's how I am. Oh, fucking yeah, boring, I know. Boring as fuck. Barley for me. Uh, uh, Ross said, would you rather back up into your dad so you don't have to face him? Like, like your dad's penis going inside you. <laughs> fucking hell. Or, or uh, you have to do that for an hour. Or push into your mum, but it only lasts a few minutes. So you back up. No, I'm no, I'm not even having this conversation. Well, yeah, this is a question from the listener. There's a line. There's, <laughs> there no, is. No, no, well, it's back. I'd, uh, uh, what would you do? I'd, I'd, I'd back up to my dad. Yeah, it's an hour, but like back up to your dad, ramming you in your bottom. Yeah, well, yeah, because or or, or bang your mum straight on and look her in the face. No, no, I back up to my dad. I just I just pretend it's Idris Elba and that's that's fine. Nah. Yeah. I just nah. be like, oh, Idris, Idris, and my dad would be like, nah. Yeah. That is that is a. Uh, I'm a just. No. Nah. Who's making me do that shit? Idris Elba. Elbow to the chore, mate. Yes, you would be up Idris Elba. Are you mad? <laughs> Fuck your little kickboxing. Oh man. man. Buff, one time. I proper fancy that man. You, yeah, you fucking do. <laughs> Nothing wrong. Um, Mark Nesbitt said. Um, <laughs> Do we go from the from the question that we just had to this? This is why I love this podcast. Um, 
what do you think the long-term effects of COVID will be on our everyday life? <laughs> 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 well, hopefully we won't be having to fuck our dads. So. <laughs> Listen, <clears throat> I think the long-term effects of COVID are change is good, but not everyone's good at change. There is no, there is no, we can't, I can't wait till it goes back to normal. There is no fucking normal. This is the new normal. Who would have thought, yeah, you're going to walk in the shop, you need a face mask. Yeah. You know I mean, oh, you're going to go, you can't go here. You can't see your mates. If you see more than six people, I'm going to fine you. Yeah. Right? Like, this is a new normal. It's a police state. Like, I can understand the people protesting saying this is like, all fucking bollocks, blah, blah, blah. But then I can understand the perspective of people who are like, no, but I've had family pe- members die mm. from this. You know, so I, I get it. I'm going to stay in my lane and I'm going to make the best by being creative. I, I don't love COVID for what it is, but I love the environment it's created for me personally because I think it plays towards my... Yeah, my ultimately my strengths of being creative. Like when we went first into lockdown, being a business owner of you know a few companies, having the time off where I didn't actually have to think about work, about finances, about anything, and having that freedom was something I've not had for the ten like ten plus years. You know, where like as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you're always working in your mind. Even if you're not physically at work, you're always thinking about, I've got to do the next thing. I've got to make sure it's working. I've got to make sure it's leveled up. So you're constantly, constantly going. So it was the first time in a long time that had a real sense of, I'm off. I don't have to pick up my phone. I can do whatever I want. And I said this before, but like, it was the real version of, if money was no object, what would you do? You know, what would you do with your time? What would you, you know, get into? What would you create? Yes, there's limitations to that because you are in lockdown or mm. you're in isolation or, you you know, there's certain things that aren't available because they're closed or whatever. But I would like to try and take away some of the real positives that I've got from having the isolation of lockdown where... It actually messed my, messed up my men, my mental state. Actually going back into it because going back to work and going, going back, back into it. like just busy. Yeah, I found I realized I realized that the character that I am, I'm naturally gifted at dealing with other people's processes, problems, issues. So people don't necessarily offload to me, or, or but they 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 come to me for that bit of advice where they're like this is the situation. How can I get to here? What can I do for here? And I found in lockdown that I don't have any dramas in my life personally. So there's a lot of things that I'm not carrying with me, but like, I'm like, oh, I've got to remember to help this person or I've got to remember to be there for that. I've got to sort this out. Going back to it actually has, has recently stressed me out quite a bit where I felt really overwhelmed, especially like last week, the kitchen and and all that kind of stuff. I felt really overwhelmed where I said to Danielle, I said, I feel like everyone is just tapping me on the shoulder. Like, hey, 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 can you help? Can you like individually? It's not that one to one. It's not a problem. But what you don't realize is that I'm seeing, you know, let's say 10 clients, 15 clients throughout the week that have their own individual requirements. I then have friends, colleagues, work people, you know, business partners, like all these different individuals that all want their own little thing to to move forward and they want me involved or they want help or they want advice. And I remember sitting there going, oh, I just want to turn the world off. Mm. Like I just want to turn the world off again because it was just like, because I can't do the things I actually want to do. Yeah. You know, tough. I mean, what I've taken from there is that you've said, you've basically just said that if if money was no object, we'd all sit at home and watch Tiger King. So you know, fine. no, I didn't fucking watch Tiger King. Actually, <laughs> so I, I watched one episode. No, and I was like, it doesn't... the guy got his arm bit off. I was yeah. like, this is bollocks. <laughs> Fuck this. It was a girl. That's, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, there you go. Was there a girl? Sexist. Yeah. Damn. There you go. Fuck it straight away. Well, anyway, good honour for going back the next <laughs> we've day. We got another. Whatever. We went a bit serious there, but we've got another serious question, and it's again from Mark Nesbit, who's not Mark Nesbit's a mate of mine. He's he's right. Danish. Right. He's Danish and you'd look at him and he's just bright ginger covered in tattoos. Right. He just looks Irish. 
Doesn't look like a Viking. Yeah, he doesn't look like a Viking. I mean, he's got this big ginger beard. Right. But he's a bit <laughs> scrawny. So I hope you don't mind me saying that, Mark. But we're, <laughs> we're two big guys. And you don't give that Viking vibe, do you? Right. Last time I saw him, I nicked a, nicked a uh, face mask off him. You had to? No, I just, just took Was it. Was it like, I want, Yeah, I said, I want your face mask. So you just took it off his he face? Said, I said, what are you going to do about it? And he said, right. he said please, Dave. Have my face mask. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, um, and he asked this question, and I don't know if you know this, but subconsciously, and, and well, well, consciously I do this, is I take away any questions. I don't put any questions in the running order that have been asked that are political or football related. I don't want this to be a football podcast. I do football podcasting sometimes, and um, I I don't want it to, to be any way political. But Mark says, um, do you think you could ever vote for someone like Trump? And <laughs> I just thought, well, I don't, I don't even, I don't even believe that that, that, that Donald Trump is is political anymore. It's he, he doesn't, he's not a politician. He's a fucking moron. And I, I watched this thing last night. Uh, I watched some of the debate this morning, and he is just, um, he's a horrible piece of work. Um, and it's not about because he he's he's right wing and all all this is it's he failed to he was asked by the the guy running the debate and he said will you condemn white supremacists you know white supremacist group that's mm-hmm. been rallying recently and a white supremacist shot shot uh, two black men unfortunately and um, and he didn't he just failed to condemn it. And he said, um, he actually said to, why, what are they called the Proud Boys, this white supremacy group? Right. He said, he said, um, stand down, be ready. So along them lines. Basically, like, I'm not condemning you and the type, you know, rallying them if it, I see it. And I just thought. But that, don't you think, don't you think most pro-Trump supporters are more, not all, but are more that way inclined oh, to oh. a degree i'm not in america and i'm you know 100 percent. i you know listen it, it's hard for us to have an, uh, a major opinion on, on something that's not our country and we have american listeners and and i and it's hard i don't want to offend anybody but well, he's he's a fucking moron my question is <laughs> are you going to vote for kanye west i wouldn't vote for kanye west either i don't i, I mean i looked at that and i'm sorry like I, I i not to be political but it looks like both of the people and i don't think we can really talk at the moment about joke yeah. leaders but um both of the people in the debate yesterday and, and biden i'm sure he's a he's, he's a lovely man he's just but he's not a leader he's an old he's is an old, the old man. guy that's he's like a, really scatty like he's really old dementia yeah he is, he's got some dementia apparently really? um, and it's just like how have they let this be the guy that goes up against Trump? And I, because they want to keep Trump in. Oh, I, 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 don't, he, hang on. I don't know. What's the t- can I know. It can only do so many. It times can do one they, more time. They're gonna keep him in for one more time. Guaranteed. And um, it's just I I just don't. There was for a while I thought. Listen, not everybody that that follows Donald Trump is a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Of course not. But after hearing that last night of him failing to condemn white supremacy, um, and basically rallying them. You've got to think if you still stand by Trump, then you're standing by that as well. You know? Yeah. I think, listen, the world's fucked. It's been fucked. It's going to keep getting fucked. Do you know what I mean? You just better hope that they buy your drink first. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, I've got a question. Go like, on, so what, look, one of our is that, is that So from Amelia. Right. So Amelia's been listening to this show since you, you started it and she loves it. Um, so I was with her earlier and she said, I'm going to send you some questions in. Um, so one of the questions would would you rather not have sex for a year or have it every day and not orgasm well we've already been through this this is true you're already in that kind of situation <laughs> so i mean sucks to be you no i i would i would rather not have sex for a year because i because of my problems down there there are occasions where i'm having sex and it can go for hours and bloody all night <laughs> yeah and nothing comes right Shit. And then the next day, it's like the most brutal blue balls. <laughs> like where I can't even put on like yeah. boxer briefs Ugh. because it's so Just tender. It. So, so for female listeners, if a, if a male is stimulated and then for some reason he, you know, he's, he's participating in sex or, or, you know, some kind of sexual activity, but he doesn't reach climax, his balls have kind of got ready to go, right? Here we go, boys. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. Stop her in it. And then you've just 
stopped it and then your balls get seriously tender like i it, it, like I, I can't even explain how tender like you can barely sometimes you can barely touch them it's uncomfortable you're just sitting there driving yeah it's just Mate, do you awful. know what you need to do you need to get some acupuncture I'm oh, not my saying, bollocks. Fucking, I ain't sticking needles in my bollocks. <laughs> no, maybe not in your bollocks, but like, I think you should get some acupuncture. It might release some shit. Like, yeah, brother, it's not. It's, there's a part of me re- recently with my recent discovery of the leg thing that I thought, am I, have I got some kind of tube problem there? And I'm like, maybe. Yeah, it's but I'm a bit tied up. Do you know something's what I mean? a bit tied up. I don't know. Imagine you'd be like the fucking scene out of uh, scary movies <laughs> and it fucking gets unreleased. It's like, bam, stick him to the ceiling. Yeah. Shit, right. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I I would definitely ah uh, I don't know I'd have to ah uh, fuck honestly you have to go about have, sex because I, of nah, blue balls nah, you, I, you, ah. you you honestly you you'll kill yourself the blue balls you'll die of blue balls but he hasn't she didn't say that you just wouldn't orgasm you could still ejaculate but you just wouldn't that's orgasm. what an orgasm is you prick nah there's difference bro the male orgasm is ejaculation there is no other thing females have like yeah, but you don't have the feeling orgasm. like. The feeling where you're like, shit, my, like, lost my, like, your soul's been taken out of your body and just like, bam. What are you talking about? Bro, you ain't had no good sex, bro. I'm telling you, nah. The mouth orgasm is when you ejaculate. Yeah, so, yeah, what are you telling me? Sometimes you dribble out and you're like, oh, so that, I can so get. What you're telling me, you, you, like, when you, like, lose your legs and you can't stand up. That oh, that, that's, that's good shit, but it's still not. It, yeah. But it's still, you ejaculate. When she says orgasm, she means ejaculate. You can't ejaculate. Whether it's whether it's just a, oh that's think, a bit shit and it's just dribbled think, out. I don't think ejaculating um, is orgasm. That that's just like you well then you're wrong, it. mate. You, that's How many? Uh, yeah, well I think we agree to disagree because there's times when you have sex you're like ah oh, fuck yeah okay whatever cool but then there's times when you're like Jesus Christ. I, I, I know I understand. Move, I understand I mean? there's different levels of it, but it's still so that will what I would classify as an orgasm. Like you so can you, have sex with a girl and she'll be like oh yeah oh, did you come no not really but. Uh, and then somewhere they're like, men, why are men still and... asking women if they, you should know if a woman's no, you, should you know. know, you'll yeah, know, you know. You you'll know. know. And if you have to ask, she ain't come, bro. <laughs> she's just going to tell you. Yeah, of course I did. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. she's going to be in the fucking yeah. bathroom. Like, yeah, those those legs off. will be everything. It's just, just, um... If the legs are quivering, but you have to, this is what the thing is, you have to keep the action going longer than what you think. Because, like, for a guy, when the, when the, you know, when the rush starts coming, you're like, okay, yeah. it's, that's it. It's a couple seconds. For a yeah, girl, it's the like vinegar, a minute. The vinegar two. streak. The vinegar streak. When, you, when you're about to come, there's no stopping. Like, you know when you're having a wank and your mum could be walking in the Allow room it. and you're, <laughs> if you're in that vinegar streak, you know where you know you're about to come, that you, for love nor money, you cannot put it back in your pants. You can, you just say, hey, mum, I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard it called that, but yeah, that, that is definitely it. Um, so there's another one. Would you? This is quite a deep one. Would you rather have a minute conversation with your past self or your future self? I don't know if a minute's are long enough. Let's say ten minutes. I would. I mean, if it was a minute, I would just go back to my past self, be like, lift your legs up when you wank, and then I'd, <laughs> I just might solve all my problems. Just, just, just like. like 15 year old me like hey, come, come back in lift your legs up when you wank what the fuck was that <laughs> oh they need to good advice yeah yeah, yeah. thanks Sam, yeah. I think like 10 minutes like 10 minute conversation with your past or your future self it's it's, it's tough right because um, and I've changed a lot as a person in these last two years and and it, it, with hindsight, you would say, would you go back and and have that conversation, and and not kind of ruin your engagement and and all that? And it's it's so hard because you don't know. It's like I had so many good memories of my ex, and would it be worth? Would I swap? Would I sacrifice those good memories for you know the, not being in the relationship? Mm-hmm. You know, if I went back and I said, "Don't do it," yeah, don't do it. Don't be in that relationship because, because it's the gonna aftermath after of, the, yeah. the, so the, the the moments of happiness yeah. are now even more overshot over. Yeah, of course. And, and I'm not saying that relationship led me to to where it was. Of course, it wasn't, but it it gave me this full sense of security yeah. and a full. So it let me go as deep into my depression as possible because I I didn't want to tell anybody and I had this comfortable life. Yeah, and um. So, but would I sacrifice that? Or oh, probably not. I'll just go 
have a have a little conversation with myself in the future. See, because I'm, you know what, I just turned twenty nine. I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for my thirties, and and it'd be nice to go in ten years and be like, oh bro, it was a waste of time. But <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm I'm a, I'm a deep this one a little bit more. So I'm going to talk to my future self because if by default I talk to my future self, I'm therefore talking to my past and making changes that will make my future better. Yes, let that one sink in. Yeah, I mean, I feel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, like, you know, if you can, if you can talk to your future self, there's nothing you can really say to them that they don't already know. So you would be taking whatever they say to you at that time mm-hmm. in that conversation back with you, which would then, by default, alter your, you know, i.e., you talk to your future self and they say, yeah, you're doing the right things. Stay on this course. Actually this relationship's going to lead to this road. Yeah, of course. Blah, blah, blah. So, like, and then you go back to the, your, it's not like you forget the conversation when you return back to your time zone. So, I would talk to my future self, which in therefore is talking to my past. Um, okay. Uh, Katie asked, if ghosts are real, why do we never see ghosts of dinosaurs? There has never been a dinosaur ghost movie. Well, that's it. Right. Let's paint it right now. So then when Steven Spielberg we, We've makes said it, it first here. We've said it now. Dinosaur like, ghosts. On this date, we've said it. The dinosaur ghost park. There you go. Well, what do you think you'll never see? I mean, if you saw, like, if you were, like, standing there, if you was in a forest and then you saw a ghost of a pterodactyl mm-hmm. just, like, on the tree and then fly off, would you... I mean, you couldn't text your friend anyway. I couldn't because I don't know how to spell pterodactyl. So <laughs> I'd have to... <laughs> I'd have to... <laughs> I'd have to be like... Uh, just calls yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> no, that, I saw a big fucking flying dinosaur ghost. I mean, so are you saying weird, are right? you saying we don't see dinosaur ghosts? Yeah, yeah. Right. So like we, you know, uh, it's very common. There's lots of stories of seeing ghosts of human apparitions, even ghosts of kind of dogs and cats. Yeah. But why have we never seen a dinosaur? Why has nobody ever seen it? A dinosaur ghost. Imagine that big I, old. I want to be the first T Rex. Well, we should go down to the um. In is it Devon? It's like that the Jurassic Coast where they found so much fossils. Yeah. Well, I reckon we should do ghost like yeah, go like noise meter or whatever they have. That's right. Go down there. We're like get most haunted involved. Yeah. Yeah. Just like we're We're searching for dinosaur ghosts. Yeah. Do you remember that? You ever watched Most Haunted? I think I. I don't think I've ever actively watched it. I've seen adverts for it for sure. Oh, it was awful. I don't believe in any of that stuff. Oh no, I've seen ghosts. You've seen ghosts. I've seen ghosts. A ghosts or ghosts. I've seen very where the hell are you, where are you been sleeping, bro? No, man. I, I, my primary school, I used to see, and it wasn't only me, other kids, an appar- it was a Victorian primary school, an apparition of a woman walking in the hallway. I've seen that in my own eyes. Nah. I've, yeah. No, I'm, Is I'm that before you. or after you knew about that story? Huh? No, I saw, I, no, I saw it. No, but is that before or after you knew I about mean, the I was, story? I mean, I was young. You definitely knew about I've got, story I've got, I've got, I tell you this story, and I told it on my Instagram, so uh, apologize to people who already heard my my best mate Chris, we used to hang out with a girl called Emma around the block from us. And Emma was a bit older than us and invited us over. Her parents were away. And she had friends around. And it was just like little kind of like 14-year-old, 15-year-old silliness. And um, I said, I'm go- I went into the kitchen to get a glass of water. And there was a kid. Can you hear that? That's an RAF jet. That's the only ever fucking thing we're going to get. Oh yeah, that's the only thing that's ever going to disturb us. You... RAF jets fly over here all the time. That's you know. I don't think you'll pick it up that much. And um, anyway, sorry, sorry. I go to get a glass of water in a kitchen, and it was like a small kitchen. There it was like a little dining room table there, and I saw a kid sitting on the dining room table, right? Right. And he was wearing an Arsenal top. And I came back in. Didn't get the glass of water. I just fucking came back in like, what the fuck? I was like questioning myself, right? And this is her house. This is her house, right? Right. And my best mate Chris is there and we'll get him as a guest one day. Right. And he can confirm the story. And I go back and I said, I'm all quiet. And they go, like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And I said, nothing, nothing. And I, I, apparently I was like, oh, pal. Like, I didn't look right. right. I said, what's wrong with you? I said, you're not going to believe this, but I just see a little boy sitting on that table. He's wearing an Arsenal shirt. Right. right. And then the girl, Emma, starts crying. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. What? Get out of my house, right? So me and Chris are like, what the fuck? We leave the house. And it turns out that the night before, because the parents were away, they were playing Ouija board. And they contacted a, rel- a distant relative of Emma's who passed away as a child. Right. Buried in an Arsenal shirt. Tell me how I knew that. 
and that is a that is a true story. Damn. Yeah. The ghosts are real, bro. There is no way I would have known that, and the, the Arsenal kit. Yeah, I guess. I, I have I have no answer for it. If but your, you know, your explanation of it makes me go. Cool. Yeah. Like. No, no, that's the you know so. So you you you're definitely that like uh, sixth sense. I see dead people. No, I've I've, I've yeah I, I I've definitely and and even the house I live now I feel a presence and Mum feels a presence sometimes as well. Uh, really? Anyway, yeah. Wes Johnson uh, wants to know. He says, as you guys are now known as the plain nonce and twenty fags. <clears throat> right. Who said that? Wes Johnson. I'm gonna juke him up. <laughs> And I'm the plane nonce because I like aeroplanes. And there's like an RAF jet flying over above us right now and I can't go out and look at it. You know how much that's fucking killing me? <laughs> uh, uh, what's the best nicknames you've, you've heard mates or mates given you? What's the nicknames uh, but, but, I've yeah, heard? Yeah, maybe. And he says, also says, <clears throat> great pod boys. Oh, thanks. Thank you, Wes. So uh, are we talking about nicknames that have like stuck? So like your, what was your one? Bacon? Bacon was my tag name. It never really stuck. It stuck for a couple of years, but well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. would would your friends introduce you as that? No, no. Big Dave O or Wardy, probably. Big oh, Dave Big or Wardy. So Wardy. I, I was so like, I was Angel. I know, bro. Don't look at me like that. So it's a true story, right? So, um, how it came about is one of my we was in a in a bit of a street fight as it were one of my friends got um stabbed um he didn't realize got stabbed in his like back yeah um you feel like you've been punched apparently yeah so like he didn't know it was obviously a big fight it was loads of people in the old school langtree's nightclub in beckenham like proper shithole but everyone went there you know it was a big kickoff and then it was it all it all kicked off. He was bleeding, like I obviously put pressure on him, like and the ambulance turned up. When the ambulance turned up, it was they pretty much said, Had I not done that, he wouldn't have made it because of how severe it was and whatever. Uh then I called his parents, you know, three o'clock in the morning, like long story short. He survived, it was all good, like no problems. But like it's like that kind of thing, oh you're his angel. Oh you're his angel. Yeah. And then I went by, when I was DJing, I then went by DJ Angel. And really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like DJ Angel for, for all, God knows how long. Still now, my closest friends, Wayne, Jason, and Andrew, all still call me Angel. So like, like, <laughs> so for me, that, that's a nickname that I, I'm, I would happily introduce myself as, you know. I did, there was the, the classic people like, Wow, your name's Angel. No, dickhead. My name's not Angel, but <laughs> you can call me that, right? Um, when I was a kid, the one I didn't like. No, actually, I'm not saying it to you because you'll start calling me and it'll piss me. Well, I already call you 20. Well, I mean, we've got people on the internet that know you as 25. You're, so. you're some so. sort of wanker. <laughs> God damn. It. I was called on one of the comedy posters once because I um, I did a show in Leytonstone. Leytonstone is really close to Walthamstow where I grew up. Right. Like, borders it. So, um, to try and sell tickets, they advertised me as the Walthamstow Wonder. Wow. That is really that is, fucking low. Is, it's never that low. That is <sighs> that is really low. It's toying with me. I felt that vibrate in my Yeah, I know. Like, fucking bastard. Um, the R- the RAF base, there's not an RAF, is there RAF base quite close and uh, they fly sometimes and it just turns out to be fucking today. Um, right. I think the last of the questions, then we've got some festival and and some subjects and stuff like that. Um, some festival, some random Ra- Ryan says, a classic fighting cock questions. Fighting cock's the Tottenham podcast. Right? Yeah. Um, and uh, he says, how many eight-year-olds could you beat in a fight? All of them. N- you know, but the way I would describe this is, say, like, you was in the middle of a basketball court, right? Yeah. And then, like, like you know, like World War Z, where, like, but eight-year-olds, just demented eight-year-olds coming at you from every angle. Right. Yeah. Also, oh, how many? Can how you many? Think? Yeah, so not like before no. they over. So yeah, yeah, like yeah. Literally, like. So, so, so like yeah. World War Z shit of eight year olds running through the, the yeah, doors. Yeah. Underneath the fucking. Because you remember stairs. just one little one little punch in the in the stomach, that eight year old's out, right? Yeah. Because an eight year old ain't gonna want to come back for more. So that it's not like a demon eight year old where it's gonna keep fighting. 
so we, are we talking like they're not demented? They're not. No, zombies. but but they're just. But like, but in that kind of for, for visual, they like a zombie Listen. like piling over through the doors. My son Elliot, as an eight-year-old, he's now thirteen. As an eight-year-old, was pretty savage. Like, if he wanted to, you know, when you want to yeah. play fight and they want to get you, they ain't got no fear, right? So yeah, one or two, you're like, yeah, cool. And then six or seven, and you're like, okay, I might take a knee. And then if they all pile on top of you, you could pick up the first one, throw them. Skittles. Like Skittles, like take out about five eight-year-olds, yeah, yeah, yeah. or get one by his ankles, swing around in a circle. And taking them out. But you know what you have to do? But you're going to get tired. Fatigue nah, is going to nah, set in. All you've got to do, like, you know if you get a, a bear in the woods and you've got to stand tall and scare it and be like, oh, I've got to be as big as a bear. Just take one of the eight-year-olds, dump it on its head. Yeah. Break it. That's right. And then look at everyone like, who's next? Yeah, well, they're, but they're still coming. Nah, bro. They're, no, they're, they're going to think about it, though. Mm, you might need to. Because they're going to see the heap. They're going to see the boy in the heap and be like, wow, do I really want to do that? I thought this was a game. I don't really want to play that game. I reckon my right hand, I could probably take out bro the, the the slow speed you throw that right hand by the time you throw it they would have ducked <laughs> this, out of the way and probably taken guy, your back i reckon i reckon i could take realistically before i'm fatigued and tired and stuff like 50 50 50 50 because you've, i'm like i'm saying like one bang like he's, he's gone he's crying to his mum gassed after 20 seconds on the pads you ain't never gonna knock out you should see me there's a bag right next to us you see me hit that bag when no one's about right got rocky music in my ear and i just feel like i'm unstoppable you might feel like that but the reality is it's like you know you see those those things in films where it's like and they're smashing up the bag and in reality it's like it's not it's definitely true i um i could also do a boxing fight when Middle of November for ch- for mine. This this November. Yeah. Yes, you're doing it. Nah. Yes, you're doing it. It's in Stoke, man. I don't care where it is. I will drive you. <laughs> so basically, um, I used to I used to represent a boxing page, and I would go and interview their fighters and stuff yeah, like yeah. that for them. Obviously, stood come away from that um, with my mental health and stuff. And then they messaged me last week. We said we're doing this thing at our gym. They have a boxing gym, mm-hmm. and um, and they're raising money for charity. And basically can't obviously because they can't have spectators there but they've got like 150,000 likes or followers over social media right so they're going to stream it and people are going to donate to the stream i will donate <laughs> 500 pounds <laughs> everyone that's listening to this <laughs> if you add Wardy's number you text him and say get your gloves on son right i'll tell you what no furthermore i'll tell you what i'll tell you what i'll donate 500 well you have to For train you, me a bit yeah i'll train you fine cool no worries Donate action. I'm not gonna train. I want to see you actually fight. Bring out a gypsy. <laughs> come on, then. Right. I need to get some 500, fitness. Five hundred quid. And for everyone that donates, yeah. You won't everyone donate that donates. Pounds. Right. For he's, everyone he's that donates. Up. For everyone that donates, I will match it. No, you won't. Fuck yeah. Maybe not match it because I might be broke <laughs> yeah. by the end of the fucking <laughs> thing. But if it'd be worth it to see you in the ring, son. See that gypsy blood come out in you. Never that. lost a fight in your life, he said. That's the problem. I never lost a fight in my life. And then I'm going to go stream it's 150,000 people and everyone's going to be like, well, you can't say that you anymore. Cha- oh, well, bruv. It's, it, uh, I'm saying... I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm 29. I'm, I'm going to put my, my money where my mouth my is, prime. bro. Uh, you're a big man, but you ain't 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better put them gloves well, on, bro. Yeah, well, um, big up everyone at Into Boxing anyway. And uh, a great little organization, organization boxing there. Everyone message him. Tell him um, he needs to get his gloves on. Let's have some. Let's read some random confessions. Um, I bought my husband a, a fancy mug from M&S with his initials on it. He's very surprised and so chuffed. Uh, as I'm normally horrible to him, he thinks the C stands for Chris. It doesn't. <laughs> his initials. What's his initials? Well, obviously his name is Chris. Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. It's Chris. Whatever. But she. It, she bought it. Because she, in her head, she can be like, yeah, he thinks it's Chris, but really he's cunt. But what's his initials? I don't know, but... That's a rubbish confession. I, I just, yeah, it, but... Do you know what I was rushing today? Because we did this impromptu, really. And it's I was rushing Wednesday. today. We always do it on a Wednesday. Yeah, but, yeah, but you only messaged me, like, late last night. But we have people that expect the show to be out on a Wednesday. Um, right, this, this confession. I lost my virginity on 9-11 between the first and the second towers coming down. That's a that's, that's some cool. question. I mean, whatever. I mean, they weren't in the tower. <laughs> they were just getting it on as the towers going. Yeah. So they didn't know what was happening. I mean, I may, maybe they did. Maybe they had it on the news and they thought, Do you know what? They this might really have heard a rumble and thought, "Oh, this is really yeah, good, mate." Yeah. The vibrations here are fucking yeah. shocking. Uh, maybe. I mean, they might. Yeah, might have been watching it on. I don't know, but it's a bit weird, isn't it? 
I mean, that's... Uh, but now, every time like someone thinks of 9-11, you just think, oh, shagging. I watched a documentary where they say people that, that say they the experiences of 9-11 where they can remember exactly where they were, exactly what they were doing in that moment of time, and a lot of it is fabricated. In a paint a picture of because, what it, yeah, it was because you see like. so much on the TV and, yeah. and and stuff like that. Do you remember where you were nine eleven? No, mate. You don't. No. I mean, that's one of those things that you fucking like when Michael Jackson died. I remember when Princess Diana died. No, I'm too young for that. Yeah, my mum woke me up and was like, "Oh my god, Princess Diana's dead." I was like, "Who?" <laughs> you know? I was uh nine eleven. I was playing um Crash Band, Crash Team Racing on PS One. Right. Uh, in the living room TV, and my next door neighbour came in, Linda, Australian woman, right nosy cow, and she came in, knocked on the door. She's like, "Oh my god, turn on the TV. There's something happened in America." And I was like, "Fucking, I was winning that race." <laughs> yeah. I remember being really annoyed. I had, to play, I had to stop playing Crash Team Racing, which is a great game. I've been really thinking of investing in in a PS One or something. If I see someone selling them on second hand, just play some old games that used my to play friend, as a kid. My friend, my friend Jinxy, you know Jinxy, who used to work on the door with me at Bob's. No. You do know Jinx. Ed. Not Ed. Little guy. Jinxy. You also be inside. Uh, anyway. Would I bang him up? Who wins a fight, me or Jinxy? Nah. Do you know what? I'm oh, sorry, Jinxy, man. I don't know, you know. There you go. Because that right hand, he knows. See? He, he hear that in his voice? Yeah, no. He denies the right hand. Yeah, but but Jinxy's half the... your size, though, bro. He's not half my size. Okay, I would remember He's three, three quarters of your size, mate. Um, I don't I had a one-night stand with, a, with a, a minor celebrity about 20 years ago in a budget hotel in the home counties. We were both coked up. I took a shit in the sink and later she fell asleep naked in the fire escape. I followed her career closely ever since. Again, that's kind of like, okay, cool. <laughs> he took a shit in the sink. Yeah, why would you do that? I because he couldn't find the toilet. No, 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 no. no. He's in the bar. He, he just, he, he's obviously in the hotel room. The toilet is next to the, the... He's just taken it. He's decided he's coked up. It's, it's going to be a he's funny one, thing to, to He's do. one of them ones. He's like a your, stone like, in a fucking snowball wanker. Or... this you mean a stone in a... What do you mean by that? That's, that's passive aggressive from you. Stone in a snow... Yeah, you're a wanker if you put a stone in a fucking snowball. Like you do, Stu. Anyway, to have a shit in a sink, a cunt. End of. Horrible. Horrible. That's disgusting. I was once Whatever. drinking with a friend of a friend. Took a shit. Go on. In a in a urinal. No, I've got one that will top that. That will fucking top that. It's made. It's, <laughs> this decision this kid made, and he was a kid at the time, trying to impress the lads on a. We was on a, a, a thing away, and you know he's the youngest one. And this little bastard took a shit in the fucking kettle. Never again, never again did I associate nor speak to that little wanker. Why did he do that? Why did he think he was funny? Because he thought it'd be funny. The next person that comes into that hotel room is like, oh, I need a cup. Because they're not going to clean it inside the kettle. They'll be like, oh, it stinks a bit in here. Spray a bit of perfume or whatever. Give it a little. I can't, I don't know where the smell's coming from. And you know what's going to happen? Someone's going to come be like, oh, I need a fucking cup of tea, babe. And they're going to pour it in without looking inside it. Maybe. They might do. And they might go, oh, why is the water brown? <laughs> that's fucking, that's bad. That's disgusting. People um, like that, you should, you know. This confession is a bit weird. It says, uh, I, I'm a bisexual married guy to a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main thing about, uh, the main thing I miss about gay sex is having someone to be really pleased to see my cock. My wife likes my dick and all, but I miss the Venga bus is coming level of excitement when I pull it out. The Venga bus is bus- coming. Oh, the Venga bus. Yeah. The Venga bus is coming. <laughs> Which makes me like, obviously, I'm, I'm a straight man. So if we've got any gay listeners, I want to know from you, can feedback, please, um, if when you, is that how it is when you see another man's dick? Do you just start? I just, I don't know. That's the only reason I put that confession in there. Wouldn't a, like a, oh, again, I think if your wife's not kind of, like oh give me that dick like, no but like like you know it's like have you ever have you ever got your dick out and someone go 
Women are. Would you want that? Though? No, I get told I got a nice dick, but I, I mean, they go, oh, that's nice. But then they do say, they use, like, do they use they go, the word pretty? No, why? Why you got the iPad out? While I'm asking about your dick. <laughs> <laughs> he picked up his iPad and like. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this was a late entry in the festival. I just came up when I was waiting for you. It says, I shagged, uh, I shagged my neighbour. I just shagged my neighbour. Only went to help fix a tap. It was my wife's idea. The tap that is not the shagging part, and the tap still leaked. So he went round. So it's like it's like. I don't know, Daisy, your missus told you, oh, go, go fix Sarah's Daniel, tap next don't door. don't call her Daisy. So, why did I say that? I don't know, because no, her uh, uh, thing's Daisy Pro Cosmetics. That's right, right that's that. and i just seen it on your iPad. That is true, that you is, just seen yeah, it on the so, iPad, yeah. yes, that's why. Okay. Um, anyway, sorry, Danielle, did she listen? <laughs> she very much so. <laughs> <laughs> She'll kick you in the nuts. No, man, I just see it, I just see it, no, sorry, it just, it's just in my, it was in my brain. Um, anyway, Danielle told you to go fix Daisy's tap next door. Right. And, you know, you're a, you're a handy man. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. you go around there, and then you go, and she just starts... Um... And you, you give her the pipe rather than fix it. Well, yeah, but, like, have you, I mean, I remember one time, I used to, before I was a comedian, I used to fix lifts. And um, I used to work on lifts called GAL lifts, and they are very sturdy, uh, very sturdy kind of American-built. You get, but basically, a lot of cancels by them. Cheers. Cheers, Kent. Uh, <laughs> cheers. Um, and um, a lot of, a lot of American, uh, it's American, and a lot of councils buy them because they're very sturdy, sturdy stuff. Yeah. So we'd work in a lot of council blocks. Yeah. And sometimes to fix a lift, you would have to bring it manually a bit down. So when you're standing in a lift, your head is about level with the floor, with the platform. Right. right? And um, I, a woman came out, like, all right, boys, want a cup of tea or coffee or anything like that? Like, like a 50-year-old, a bit, little bit scary, but she's all right. Yeah, that'd be nice, love, actually. You know, she seemed all right that you would trust her for a cup of tea. Yeah. And then she came and she gave us a cup of tea and then she, like, sat squatting down and she had no knickers on. She's like, it's either you, but one of you boys want to come in. And that was the only time that I've ever really ba- been faced with that reality of that kind of porn kind of, I've gone round to do some kind of, like, maintenance, matcha, maintenance and been uh, seduced. Neither of us did. Wow. But... Yeah, so just that this so confession. Did you maintain your conversation with her? No, I was. I was looking at Anuni. Straight up. Straight up, because because my eye level is on the ground level. Is, so is the ground level down to look. So I'm in the lift. So she made your she made your cup. She of made tea a cup of, She's left it on on the floor, which would be like a sh- like my eye level floor to where her floor so is my little, eye level. So you couldn't you couldn't actually get out the lift from. No, I'd have to bring it up. You'd I'd have, have to bring it up. Yeah, but I could get the cup of tea through. Yeah, and um. Just, 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 pum pum there. Just, just, Ready. and that was it. It just made me think of that. Like it was the only time I've really been kind of like you know that kind of porn scene of I'm I'm fixing something and I've been <laughs> seduced. Well, it's like like couple delivery drivers that I know of have had moments where they go around and you know they deliver their food or whatever, and they're like, oh well. So you know, you know, um, I can't say it, but the place that used to be opposite where where we met. Oh yeah, yeah, at at on Bob's, right? Yeah. Yeah, so individuals that like that work there. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Right? No, no, not that place. The next place. Anyway, he used to go around and he'd be like, "Why did it take so long to deliver that food, bro?" Oh, man, sometimes you've got to give service with a smile, bro. Like, and that's what you used to do on a regular. Oh well, my uncle was it were um, he was a printer back in like the eighties and nineties, like when printing was like a big. Yeah, Big yeah, 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 yeah. He used to print off the prostitute cards to go in a phone box in London. <laughs> and he would do it for free and they would pay him in other ways. Wow. That's that's some old school <laughs> old school business. Imagine going back to like I wanna stick this little tab, you know, pull off a little <laughs> know, tab, yeah. give me a call, mate, yeah, you know. It's so like weird. Ten pence in the phone and oh. I've only got two seconds, mate, before it cuts off. So weird. Um That is naughty. I, I just um I was thinking Let's just talk about once. What's the time? How long we we going? Well, okay, oh, so, yeah. okay, so, oh, right. Well, I've got one. Go so, on. my random thing from the internet this week, like this one actually made me laugh. It also made me think that a guy was pulled over by the police because he strapped an entire greenhouse to the roof of his car. So, not like flat packed, fully constructed. 
Where is this in Russia? Size, no, this is here in the UK. Full size greenhouse on its side, strapped to the roof of his car. And I think it was like a, like a, I want to say a Ford Fiesta, but like it's, it wasn't a big car. It wasn't like an estate or anything like that. So it's flapping in the wind as he's driving down the road. Like, what is the craziest thing? He's, he's definitely white. 100% yeah, yeah, farmer yardy, yeah, mate. Yeah. Right? He, he's like, I saw this on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking deal that is. And he gets there, goes, you reckon that'll fit in my car, love? She's like, yeah. And he tried. <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee you. He tried to put that in the boot. And he got it, got it out there. He struggled. Got it out. And he's like, do you know what, mate? I don't think it's going to fit. <laughs> I'm not talking about those little one person. Like, you just walk in. It's like a little, literally like a cupboard type greenhouse i'm talking full-on the thing was over the front of his car and over the back of his car like the big greenhouse right and yeah he didn't think there was anything wrong with it i strapped it down but you know like greenhouses aren't that strong no they're like you know right the glass i think you've taken the the, the glass out or whatever it was a uh, some of them aren't glass they've got that kind of peak, uh, that mesh type thing over the top of it but i was like what possesses you to put something that big on the roof? Because of your it car? must be free. It must be out, out for now, as they say up north. Yeah, he definitely got free to a good home. Yeah, 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 he definitely picked it up. Yeah, like that. and then he just thought, yeah, I'll fucking stick that because he's just just fucking mad. I don't know. I, I I get nervous when I go down to the tip and I have the boot open with like some string. Yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like because yeah. it's a bit too long. So yeah, yeah, bits yeah. of wood. Yeah. I get well nervous. See, I can't drive like that. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I've seen some crazy things. The, the two things that I don't like driving behind on the motorway: hay bales, because no matter how secure those hay bales are, they're always swaying in the wind. Because for me, they stack them up so freaking high, and all the bits are flying off mm. it. And a van with poles, Lo- yeah, or logs, or logs, yeah, yeah. Because I know it must be like gravity or something with the logs, because they don't strap them. There's nothing it's, at the back. It, yeah, it's I like, mean they obviously strap down tight down yeah but you just think that's gonna nah. do you know what i think it is did you ever watch final destination as a kid? i never did but what? i had this conversation recently a friend said to me that she hates um behind she's yeah, like it must from, be because of final, final destination. destination like dude nah. you i need to educate you on some movies I, no, because bro, i don't like... want i don't like films where people are getting like i never watched the saw films like i don't need to have no, I get that. these you know and that's what final destination is really it's people yeah, getting shit like horror. yeah yeah it's shit that heads being splattered and um, yeah but it's like you know <laughs> well anyway i think it's one of those it's for me it's one of those watches that you'd watch now and you'd be like what a load of shit yeah, 100%. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? What the frick was I watching? Talking of, talking of shit, there was a footballer who took a shit on a football pitch. Well, almost took a shit on a football pitch. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was watching this, watching my team. Hang on. Was this, this live? Live. Yesterday, last night. And what, um, fo- what, what? So I was watching the football. It's Tottenham v Chelsea. So it's quite a big London derby. Was it a Tottenham player? That... So Tottenham player. <laughs> next thing you know, right? Next thing you know, the guy has, uh, has just like run off down a tunnel mid-game. And but no one knows what's happening. And then the managers they're showing the camera now down the tunnel. The managers are storming down the tunnel. Like, what the fuck is happening? You know what? I'm gonna um, I'm gonna get Joe. I'm gonna get Gypsy Joe. He he he, saw, he was watching he it with me. It. Yeah, right. he's out there. All right. <laughs> Joe, Joe, come here. Come here. Talk about Eric Dyer. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll just go for a piss. You talk about. All right. All right. Alright, Joe. It had me to the one half about Eric Dyer, right? I was just out there finding some pigeons. <laughs> what the fuck? I was out there finding pigeons. No. Joe, Joe, Joe. So, Dave said that you were. I was finding the pigeons, no. You were fighting the pigeons? Yeah, because they're, they're fast little buggers, right? I get them, please. But it was, was there the one? The, the man. The, you watched the football yesterday and someone. Ed Hawker shite! Ed Hawker shite! The man needed a shite, right? And I've never seen it, no, never day in my life. No, I watched football, I watched football all my life, right? Been, been watching football all my life, right? The man said to him, said, I gotta take a shot right now. Took, he ran down the toilet, right? Took a, took a shot. Now, yeah, I'm looking at him now. I'm looking at him. He's come back two minutes later, right? I can't take a shot that long, right? I know I can shot, right? But not, he's been a real shot because as he wiped his ass, that's what I want to know. 
Because he's come back out. Has he washed his hands and wiped his ass? So he, he ran off the field. Right. Didn't say yeah. anything. Ran off the right. field. Yeah. Did they sub him? No sub? No, because because he was a good player and he's playing a good game, right? And I, and nobody knew what happened. He just said, I gotta go shine. <laughs> yeah. And then he run down the is like like when you watch the WWE. You remember watch that when you was a kid, the WWF. You ever watch that? Yeah. I can smell what the rocket's cooking. You ever watch that as a kid, right? <laughs> yeah. And um I uh, he run down the tunnel like this, like, oh my god, that's Eric Dyer's music, you know, the and he just <laughs> he'd come come back on the pitch and then and then they went to the penalty shootout. Went to the penalty shootout. So did he He scored the penalty boys. Was it a nervous shit then before he took a penalty? No, no, because he no, he just needed a shot and he couldn't wait, right? And then they took the penalty, right? Because it was still now 20 minutes before the penalty shootout. But I'm thinking he's not washed his hands, right? And then the Chelsea player got, got missed the, the, the thing, right? Missed his penalty. And then Dyer goes to console him, but he's just rubbing his hands on his face. <laughs> just load a shite on your face now, you little fucking dickhead. Yeah, right? Anyway, I think David's back from his piss. No, I'm going to go fight that pigeon. Because you see that pigeon there? Is it having... Having a laugh at me? Is he laughing at me? <laughs> yeah, well, I think Joe, I think he's, you know... He's laughing at me, that pigeon, because every time I got near him, right, I go up, right up behind him, you know, and I try and... Because it made me agile on my feet, right? <laughs> and then I, the little fuck flies away, and then he laughs at me. What does a pigeon laugh sound like? Nice to have people. Dave, Dave's coming back in. Yeah, Dave, Dave is back now. That, Joe, you, you are a legend, mate. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Dave. Dave. Yeah. Thanks for leaving me, Joe. Dave, yeah. Appreciate Appreciate that. I don't know. I just thought we're at home now. Joe could, Joe could have it. He just, he just I mean, Joe around. does live in the shed. Yeah, he just he just walks around and there's a there's a pond there and he goes for a swim in a pond. I said, you can't keep swimming in that fucking pond. But, <laughs> um, so he's got a train. So um, I think with that, I think uh, brings an end to the this week's episode. Yeah, dude. As I said, we're gonna we're gonna work on on building this studio out a bit more. You know, I've ordered some more equipment, so we should be up and running. Well, that's the hope uh, that um, you know it should come. Uh, next two or three days, hopefully the next week, and then when it's all when you've all got it, bring it over, and we'll spend a spend, spend a couple a, of days getting it. Yeah, spend a day decorated. here, decorated. I think once we start getting, you know, we can film it and and put it out there. I feel like we'll just open up to more, a bigger audience. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Uh. Anyway, Angel, you want to see us out? <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening and uh, share, like, subscribe. But you don't actually don't share, like, subscribe because we're going to be putting this under a new. Banner, so no, share this. This is want to share the episode, but I mean, I yeah. mean, like, like and subscribe. You can like David Alfie Ball, but we're gonna move it soon. So, but yeah, it will still, still be like it. Still be here. All right. <laughs> here he is, Angel. Flip this one for your musical disc.